Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 54th episode of ABC Islam and our 18th episode of our new series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is about books. We know that books is something that a lot of people really think that is very useful. However, how many of us actually read is the question. So we're going to be answering the questions about are books underrated now? What does Islam say about knowledge and reading and number three what are some of the book recommendations and how can you start reading more so hopefully we're going to be giving advice to all of you fellow young muslims who want to start reading or who feel like reading should be more of a part of your life or if you actually are already a reader hopefully you will find some tips on what does islam say about reading and also make sure you definitely stick till the end because we will be giving two documents that we actually um, have created and you can actually read and if you maybe love reading the those then maybe you can start reading more Islamic books especially during the summer holidays so over here I have my Muslim sister so how has this week been for you so far and are you ready for today's episode definitely alhamdulillah I've been pretty good and I cannot wait for this episode to start yep alhamdulillah I'm pretty good too and yes I think this episode is quite informative because I just feel like not many people read books nowadays but if you'd like to know more about us please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below but we're going to be going on to this topic about books because I think we probably already know that Islam does really endorse books and really talks about you know having good knowledge but the first question is since we obviously live in the 21st century in a world full of fitna and tribulations let's let me just ask are books actually underrated now like is it really underrated in the 21st century are people actually reading now Oh, I think there are more nowadays non-readers than actual readers. And I find that very sad because I think that reading is one of the pathways to knowledge and knowing about a life more better and stuff. But obviously there is a yes and a no answer to this question. So I would definitely say yes in some aspects that books are actually underrated because nowadays people endorse more experiences, more memories, more, um, you know, doing skills that are practical and stuff more than knowledge because people think that, oh, what are you going to do by reading when you can just learn it on its own because books are different than skills and whatever you learn in books is going to be always different to what you learn actually in a practical setting. For example, I might be starting um studying law but when I'm gonna do it as a job it's gonna be completely different so that's why and the second reason is also because um, you know knowledge is now underrated people think that you know what Bill Gates never had a degree or Sam Ovens never had a degree and stuff so why should I really have to do a degree myself and gain all that knowledge Um, because these people are dropouts of college and university so there's no really point of knowledge but obviously there's a no side to this question and I think that books are definitely not underrated even in 21st century and the first reason is because they are still one of the most core parts of an institution and schools because you would never see a university where there's no books or a school where there's no books at all and books are always something that are always going to be I feel like preferred more than technological devices like computers, iPads, iPhones and stuff like that 
And also, I think another reason why it's a no, because books are something that leads to self-development. If you see all these business talks and speeches and TED talks and stuff, they always talk about, you know, how um, all these CEOs and all these people like Warren Buffett, for example, he reads a lot of books, he reads a newspaper every day. So does Bill Gates and all these people. So just because they're dropouts doesn't mean that they have stopped reading now because they think that I'm already earning enough money. But they're always striving for knowledge and reading books that are really good positive vibes and self-development definitely i think that you know books yeah there's not really any like direct answer to this question because books can't can sometimes be underrated I feel like more in the younger audience but I feel like there are still people who are reading today and let's be honest if there wasn't then books wouldn't be selling in Amazon and you know eBay Kindle Audible it wouldn't really be selling and also people wouldn't want to be creating their own books if no one read books let's be honest um, so I'm actually going to be going on to my reasons for why I think books might be underrated and the first reason is because I feel like people would rather use social media um than actually read a book like how many people do you see in the train I mean of course right now is lockdown but how many people would you see in normally in a train using the phone versus reading a book or reading a newspaper there is usually more people using their phones going on Instagram or being on social media because people would rather use social media and consume their energy that way rather than reading a book and you know yes there are still people reading books but you know social media has become more of a form of entertainment than um, reading books and the second reason why I think books might be underrated now is because of the statistic that I actually saw uh, I'm not sure if this is from England or UK but I think it might be England I'm not sure but that is that only 35% of 10 year olds like reading very much so what does that mean that means that basically 65% of people do not like reading books when it comes to 10-year-olds. And if you can imagine only 10-year-olds were still innocent, they really don't have that much studies to do and things like that, and only 35% of them like reading, then imagine how many people who are adults or, you know, older teenagers, how many of them like reading. That would be probably a less, uh, you know, less number. Like, it would be a lower number because, obviously, people might have excuses like adults that, oh, I have this this to do I have that to do so the number would probably be lower than 35% so definitely books might be underrated however I also think that books are not underrated because as I said there are still books selling on Amazon eBay Audible Kindle and people are still recommending buying e-readers and Kindles and also um, you know it's just like everyone some people still want to create their own books because they feel like people are going to read them so that is my answer Definitely. And I completely agree with your points and stuff. But obviously, this episode would not be complete if you don't talk about some kind of Islamic quotes and verses and reminders and stuff. So what does Islam actually say about knowledge and reading books and stuff like that? So what did you find? Well, I actually have um, two, like, um, two sources I would say and the first source that I've actually got is from Ali peace be upon him who is one of the companions of the prophet Muhammad peace be upon him and he actually said and I quote a person who keeps himself occupied with books will never lose his peace of mind end quote so this basically shows that books are really really important for you to have a peace of mind because I feel like let's say if you don't have enough knowledge I feel like you know because you don't have enough knowledge you're going to be quite um 
ignorant and you're basically not gonna be able to you know rebuild a future because you don't really have that much knowledge so i think that definitely um what this quote means is that you need to have knowledge to in order to progress in life but also i feel like if for example you are unsatisfied in this world then if you read a book like for example a fiction book that you know of course is halal you could just kind of jump into another world and you can just kind of like you know build up your creativity and imagination and even if you read a non-fiction book for example a success story of someone and you're feeling demotivated in your life if you read the inspirational success story of how let's say Einstein was underestimated when he was younger but then he became this you know genius and you know if you read these motivational stories it can actually motivate you so I think books can actually change your perception of the world and I feel like that's how it's going to keep your peace of mind and the second source I found is actually from um it's basically from an Islamic website, I believe. And that is basically that you should uh, beware of books, usually that contains magic and astrology. And those who find them should destroy them. So of course, we might you might know that there is actually the story of Suleiman, peace be upon him, where he actually took all these scriptures and books that actually contain black magic and he basically stored them under his throne so no one could take them and basically no one could do black magic on anyone. And of course, now we have this world of black magic where everything is really common to do black magic so if you ever find a book that basically has like some sort of scripture of black magic where it's teaching you to do black magic as believers we should definitely destroy them and also um you know there are some books like harry potter for example that do contain magic but i think that if they don't teach you magic then that's fine but if it does teach you magic or astrology then i think that those are not allowed and also whoever learns a branch of astrology has learned a branch of magic so just make sure that you do beware of those two things and just make sure you're not learning how to do magic because that is completely haram Definitely. And just because we're saying you should read books doesn't mean that, of course, you should not read any kind of books that you find out there because you're thinking that, oh, it's a book anyway. So what? So definitely knowing what books you should not read is very, very important so that you know the dis- difference between the books that you should read as well. But obviously, I'm going to be talking about some two Quranic verses that are found in the Quran, of course. And the first one is found in chapter 20, verse number 114. And I quote, my Lord, enrich me with knowledge and end quote. And of of course, this basically means that this is very prevalent and this is very explicitly saying to us that we should be Muslims. Muslims means people who are basically should be striving to learn as much as possible and we should always consider ourselves as students of knowledge because not um, in terms of like, you know, scholarly wise, like, you know, we are now all scholars and stuff, but we are trying to say that we should always be students of life and we should always consider as people who are never thinking that, you know what, I know already a lot, so I don't have to learn anymore. So so definitely if you don't know something about for example about the law of your country then read some books about that if you don't know something about biology for example like i don't maybe i should be reading some biology books as well to find out about cells nucleus whatever it is that i don't know anymore um and all these kind of things so it's very very good for you to like read stuff that are outside your field of knowledge that you're doing currently and the second one that i found is in quran chapter 96 verse 1 to 5 and i quote recite in the name of the lord who created man from a clot recite and thy lord is the most generous who taught by the pen taught man that which he knew not end quote 
So then again, this show, this relates back to the story of Adam Pizbipone, for example, where he did not know anything and he was created and Allah gave him all this knowledge about everything on this earth and universe just because Allah was the most generous and most merciful because he could have just made him without no knowledge and he would only be worshipping him alone and lonely. So the fact that he was provided knowledge means that all these things are valuable to us and we should be, you know... um striving to learn as much as possible because everything has a purpose why it has been created in a certain way we also should be knowledgeable of things that we should not be doing as muslims for example the haram things why are certain things haram for example why is you know um drinking alcohol haram or watching certain things on internet haram and stuff like that and reading scientific reports for example where it actually aligns with islamic uh, values and stuff that actually should not watch them and why they're toxic that's actually a really good way for you to gain knowledge and then it will make you stop listening or watching those things eventually so i definitely think that knowledge has only gains and no losses but this brings us to our last question and that is what are some of the book recommendations that we have and how can you start reading more um, in the summer, especially especially if you're from a holiday from school and stuff? So what would be your tips? Well, definitely. I think that, you know, a lot of people might think that, you know, this summer could only be used to, you know, use social media or could only be used to just, you know, relax. Obviously, we all deserve to relax. But I think that if you do have some spare time, if you want to, you can also be, you know, revising or learning some new knowledge. So I actually am going to be sharing some tips on how to uh, read more books over the summer or throughout your lifetime. And my sister is going to be giving uh, three book recommendations that are actually a Islamic so if you feel like you're that person who doesn't really like those classical stories and things like that then you can maybe um, read um, these Islamic books so that's basically what we're going to be talking about so first of all I'm actually going to be giving some tips on how to read more because I think that that is quite important because a lot of people don't want to read because they don't really know how to start. So my first thing that I would say is to number one, have a set time to read in the day. So for example, as soon as you wake up, you might just have a book near you and you might just put a, t a timer of 15 minutes and you can just read in the morning. Or some people actually, there is actually like a famous YouTuber which I shall not mention the name of, but she actually reads while brushing her teeth. I mean, I don't know if that works for you, but maybe you could try that if you want to. Um, some people might read just in, just before going to sleep. So just have that set time to read every single day. So it'll become like a habit for you. And the second thing is to make sure that if you actually are reading a hard book, for example, let's say a book that is classical, might have a different dialect. Or for example, if you read the Quran translation, maybe, uh, you know, like, like, you know, even like if it's a non-Muslim, for example, they might, you might want to actually read a summary or a review of that book before you actually start diving into the book. Because, for example, if you're reading like a classical book and you don't know some of the words, it might be hard for you to pick up what you're doing and then you're going to end up just giving up. And instead of doing that, I think it's better to just read a summary and basically then read the book. And later on, if you start getting the knowledge and getting the language, you can maybe have like a book where you write down your terms, like a, your, the new vocabulary learn. And after like maybe a few books you've read that, for example, classical, you might see that you don't even need to read the summaries anymore because now you understand the language. So, you know, it's all about practice, I would say, like everything in this world you need to practice. Um, 
And the third thing is that you should definitely, um, if you actually are an English student, for example, like I'm a teenager, I go to school and I obviously have like English GCSEs to do. So if you actually have like specific curriculum books, then you can actually ask your teachers about which specific books that can help you to, you know, improve your grades in English or, or, you know, any other subject as well. So definitely make sure you do ask your teachers for research or you can just research your own the um, books that you might, um, you know, be interested in. And the last tip that I would give is to actually make sure that you habit track because if, for example, you have that set time to read, then you might realize you keep forgetting that, you know, you're supposed to read as soon as you wake up, for example. So what you can do is you can make sure whenever you make your to-do list, maybe just in the bottom, you might just write down read or you could have like a whole table of habit tracking where you make sure you read every single day and you have other habits that you want to complete every single day as well and two quick book recommendations that I want to give for Islamic books the first one is enjoy your life that is quite a long book but it's basically about the art of interaction with people um, and it's derived from the prophet Muhammad peace upon him's character and how he used to basically treat others on a daily basis with different people wives children companions basically everything so it is quite a long book but I think that you know it's probably worth it and the second thing is basically um, the strategies of the prophet Muhammad peace upon him and again that's basically the strategies of Remember peace upon him because which other person is better to follow than the prophet of course like there's no one else so it's just better to follow the prophet muhammad peace upon him definitely and of course um i would be giving some book recommendations as well that have completely changed my life and all of the books that my sister also has mentioned are all available on amazon if you just type islamic book dot dot whatever book recommendation we're going to be giving you you can easily find them and purchase them and we highly highly recommend them so the first one that i would give of course is don't be sad and um this book, if I didn't mention before on my Instagram, I'm an ambassador of Islam. Actually, this is the book that literally got me into Islam and made me a person who I am today. And it has completely guided me through, um, you know, into the religion of Islam and becoming a bit more religious than what I was before. Because before, I would say 2018, I was definitely misguided. I was doing all the wrong things and... um. And I was not really happy within. But when I suddenly, suddenly something told me to buy this book and I started reading page after page, it has completely changed my life. And as someone who is not a reader and someone who does not like reading at all, um, to make a book get me hooked so much to the extent that I could not stop reading it throughout the whole days and stuff that was really miraculous in a way because everything that I was saying it was literally speaking to me um, as though it was a person literally so that book is highly recommended especially if you're someone who might be going through some kind of bad addictions that you know are not really good for you and stuff so definitely I would recommend that the second one that I would highly recommend is um, if you're someone who is like quote-unquote feminist um, in a secular sense like you follow the government's definition of feminism and stuff like women men should be equal they're both equal they're everything equal and stuff then definitely if you're someone like that then please read this book woman in the quran because this book is something else completely and it has made me from a feminist to an unfeminist like if you know what i mean like um 
instead of following what the government tells me what to do in terms of feminism i'm now following what islam says about feminism and this has a book has literally converted me it only it only speaks good things about women in islam and i would highly recommend it i think it was just five pounds or something so please do read it especially if you're a woman who thinks that you know everything is unfair in your life because men are getting more higher than you and stuff the third one that i would definitely recommend is the one that i've also read straight after uh, don't be sad book is purification of the soul and this book has literally questioned the status of my heart uh, whether i'm on the red side whether i'm in the green side or the middle the orange side whatever it is it has really questioned my thought what kind of a person i am spiritually and this has enabled me to really test and see where i have to improve myself as a muslim and stuff so i would definitely recommend these three books definitely i think that you know it's really important that you basically i feel like if you do have time in the summer which i'm pretty sure everyone has this summer then i think that you should just try to pick up one of these books and if you feel like you can't purchase them because you're a teenager for example then you can maybe go to the library but of course if it's locked down then maybe you could get like an ebook version so that you know you can just buy it or maybe you can get audible kindle basically there is also audiobook versions available probably so you can also just look out for those if you want to but actually i have a verse from the prophet muhammad peace be upon him to end this podcast episode and the prophet muhammad peace be upon him said search for knowledge is the duty of every muslim allah likes the seekers of knowledge end quote so basically this shows that of course knowledge is what all muslims should strive for and it is really what makes you a powerful human being so alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you do not know already we upload every monday and wednesday for islamically independent series here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google podcasts apple podcasts and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on uh, make sure to check out the description box below because if you don't already know if you want to actually start with reading some of the small uh smaller pdfs that because of course if you are the person who doesn't really like reading that much or you want to start reading something more islamic then we actually first of all number one have a whole summarized version of the woman in the quran book in holy woman in islam uh pdf and the second pdf that be both i and my sister have created is allah answers atheists so where do you get these pdfs from they are completely free and they are there for you to um click on the description box below all you have to do is go in the description box of this podcast episode click free pdfs available and then click on the pdfs that are available and they're completely free for you to print out and read so definitely make sure you do check those out if you want to start reading islamic um information Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all. And we will, inshallah, see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.